everyone. How's it going? It's your friend Miguel here from SoCal Watch Reviews. Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. It's been a minute. I am so sorry. Life got in the way, but we're here. Uh, and of course, my man P. Ross. You, you heard him. You heard him. P. What's up? Absolutely. We in the house. You know what I'm saying? SoCal Watch Review Podcast. Still the best podcast on watches out there. Still balling out of control. You understand what I'm saying? It's just what it is. Facts. You know, um, it's a lot of podcasts out there and new podcasts ever growing. Um, I know there's a new one. I actually really enjoy about effing time. Have you, have you, have you heard of that, P? Yes, I have heard of it. I haven't got a chance to catch an episode yet. It's, it's, it's a great episode, but obviously the perspective from those guys is, is different, right? Because Adrian mm-hmm. Bark and Jack, of course, YouTube. And right. then uh, my man, uh, <clears throat> Time and Tide, of course, you know, he, he's running his own publication. And then, uh, uh, Bamford, right? I think it's Bamford. I mean, he obviously creates his own watches. So great podcast. I recommend it. Obviously, different perspective from different guys that are actually in the industry. So yeah, it's cool. Um cool. Obviously, I'll check them out. Yeah, yeah, I'd recommend it, man. And obviously, we're not in the industry per se. I mean, we're enthusiasts. So obviously our opinions are a little bit more, I don't know, diverse, I guess you should call it. But right, right. So <laughs> But man, before I get into this, I, I kind of noticed something on your wrist. Uh, what, what are you rocking? Oh. Nice. Right. The Brightly Aerospace on a Vario leather strap. Looks the good. The Tan Onyx leather strap. You know what I mean? I like Vario it. the bomb, yo. They the bomb. Tell you. Well, that's funny you say that because I'm wearing my new, the Grand Seiko SBGM oh, 221. And I'm wearing okay. it on, that, on, a, on a Vario as well. And this is a blue Epson Italian. And it, it's kind of textured. As, as a, the, yeah, those are nice. Whatever. Those are really nice. Congratulations uh, on that Grand Seiko, bro. Man, appreciate that, man. And I, I, so. I kind of feel, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what the word is, but I kind of feel hypocritical. In the last episode I had, you, you, you couldn't make it, but it, I had um, David. We had David Schwartz. And I, I kind of went on a rant, right? That I wasn't going to mm-hmm. buy this watch. It wasn't for me. I went to go see it and the dial was too yellow. And next thing you know, I buy the watch. And it's kind of like, what the mm-hmm. hell is up with mm-hmm. Miguel? But let that be a really good lesson or a case study in how watch collecting works and how we as collectors just change all the time, right? One minute you don't Absolutely. like this, the next minute you do like it. You say you're never going to buy this, and the next minute you do. Um, but, man, honestly, out of all the watches in the collection, this is, like, the prettiest and the most well-finished watch. Like, honestly. That's what's the, up. Yeah. At Grand Seiko, if you ever have a chance to experience one, I highly recommend it, man. It's just next level. So so how you been? How's, how's, the, how's the watch hobby treating you? Uh, you know, it's treating me okay. You know what I mean? Um, could always be better, but you know, treat me okay. I can't complain. Okay, okay. Can't well, complain, three years no. strong. I think uh we're going on three years with uh with the with the YouTube, right? YouTube's yes, about sir. three years, yeah. That's insane, yeah. man. Well, let's just keep it up. You know, it's it's a passion of ours, and obviously we uh we want to continue to uh just kind of throw in our two cents and just for the love of it, right? For the love of horology yeah. design and, and, and whatnot. But uh, I, I think uh, early on when you and I connected, we uh, we talked about Seiko, right? Seiko's something that uh, a company that a lot of people know, 
a lot of people love, a lot of people hate. <laughs> right. But uh, how do you how do you feel about Seiko? Seiko, I think they're great. Um, I feel like they definitely the watch that if you want to get into the hobby, you should definitely look into something from Seiko as a gateway drug. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of great designs, even at a low price. I know, but we complain about things like uh, secondhand, don't hit the markers and all this and all that. But even with that being said, with all their heritage and history, you can't beat it. Can't beat it out. Just like, you know, uh, let me see. Like this here. You know what I mean? What are you holding? This is a Vintage Seiko 5. Vintage Seiko 5. Yeah. was well, very fitting you're talking about Seiko 5 because um, I, 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 I reached out to you. I, I see all the all the buzz, right, with the new Seiko 5 GMT. And I figured out, like, all right, well, everybody's talking about it. Let's give our two right. cents because obviously we're, we're Seiko fanboys. So. And here's the, the other one. I got, I got a, I think I got one more. But it's upstairs, so that's a Seiko five. That's a military yeah. version, right? Right. Uh huh. I think yes, you can still pick those up for like a hundred bucks. Maybe yeah, hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Great value. Yeah. What depending what on the dial? Depending on the dial. Do you know what yeah. movement that has? A seven S two six. Yes. That the, is that yes. the one that I had? Okay. Yeah. Now it's interesting what Seiko did, right? Because I I think they're still producing those, but for the most part, they're producing the new uh, Seiko fives, right? The four R movement. I don't know if uh, when they're going to officially discontinue the right. older movement ones, but that's um, rather interesting. So I wanted to uh, cover, like I said, the the GMT, but before doing so, of course, it will be fitting to kind of start with uh, a little bit of history on, you know, the Seiko 5 and uh, why it's so important to, to Seiko, right? And of course, the... The Seiko 5 was actually created in 1963. And of course, the line was introduced or geared towards uh, younger buyers who wanted value and style, which is kind of very fitting, mm-hmm. right? Because, I mean, that's that's today, right? I mean, everybody right. that seeks a Seiko is is value and style. And honestly, I guess uh, a good reputation and, and, and a nod from other collectors. I mean, you can have a Patek in your collection or, or Rolex or whatnot, but Seiko always gets a pass, right? Uh, but uh, some of the the five traits, of course, we you've talked about it, I've talked about it. Yeah, <laughs> it is it, there's five traits, and that's why it's called Seiko Five, right? Uh, and those traits were it had to have an automatic movement, a day date window, and uh, significant water resistance for sport. Absolutely, a crown at the four o'clock, uh, durable case and bracelet. And honestly, uh, yeah, the, the, it's interesting that they kind of deviated a little bit from um, the date date window because I know some models I've seen even without a date, right? So they right. maybe kept some of those uh, original traits from the Seiko 5, but it was cool that, you know, you could pick up these uh, Seiko 5s even right now on, on eBay, uh, the old school ones, like the 60s and 70s still at a at a very reasonable price you know right and i like that about seiko so so i don't know man seiko 5 some people look down upon uh seiko 5 as like a cheap i don't know kind why. Of watch. how do you feel about that i don't know why you know what i mean um in a 
in a world where, you know, you people get on you for different things for like in certain watches, Seiko five ain't one to get on somebody about. You know what I mean? It's a great gateway drug, man. You know what I mean? And more than it don't even have to be a gateway drug. It just be a great watch that you wear. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't get the uh the snobbery. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and 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 I think that's the thing with Seiko, right? Um a lot of people um, have an issue with wearing a Seiko because I don't know. I, I, I guess it all comes down to snobbery. Right. Uh, obviously I will say that some of the models, right. Kind of even, even this new Seiko GMT, they didn't put a Sapphire crystal. And I, I think that's pretty disappointing because I know they Seiko has the capability of doing that. So oh, I, yeah, I, absolutely. I do feel like it has its shortcomings for sure. Um, but it brings a, val- a lot of value. And, um, you know, uh, something interesting I read here, uh, I, let me see, and I'll, I'll give them a shout out. It was psychology.net. Um, I, was, I was reading a little bit about the history of the birth of, um, of the Seiko 5. And I think I read something that was it's pretty interesting, and I'm gonna I'm gonna quote it if it's okay with you, P. And it's very Good. fitting because I'm wearing a Grand Seiko, and I they talk a little bit about this. So, uh, I said, here's a question that might surprise quite a few people: What is a common point between Seiko Five and Grand Seiko? I was intrigued, mm-hmm. so I I kept reading. Right? <laughs> it says uh, those two family of watches that are today standing at both ends of what Seiko has to offer, which is very true right at one end you got very affordable and at one end you got kind of more expensive uh is the result of actually combined work at the same of the same three people uh those two legends of seiko are some of the most influential people in modern history of the brand and uh, these are the people taro tanaka his mentor ren tanaka and Mm -hmm. Suneya Nakamura. I'm sorry if I'm butchering any of that, but uh, Taro Tanaka is the f- is famous for grammar of design, but his influence on the brand is much more important than that. He actually took part on many important projects, including the creation and implement- implementation, sorry, of the new metric standard. Uh, you know, he was actually one of the designers of that early 62 MAS diver. So. Right. Uh, the golden tuna but also the designer of the early seiko 5 so i mean just to think that one of those designers had his hand in seiko 5s you know the 62 mas and mm-hmm. golden tuna is incredible now his mentor ren tanaka helped seiko going through major changes and facing the challenges the brand faced after world war ii uh, he was actually passionate about marketing which led to him creating the disney time and seiko 5 lines but also Mm. huge impact behind the curtain so he created uh, customer service of overlooking the creation of seiko's first catalogs uh he's also the one that came up with the names grand seiko and king seiko and he also created seiko's corporate logo and colors the influence of his ideas can still obviously be seen today and lastly suneya nakamura was a creator of the marble the jiro marble inventor of the magic lever architect uh of the grand seiko's uh first uh among many other things he took part in the chronometry trials in switzerland and managed Mm. the team uh of sua watchmakers he was involved in the development of the mythical astron 35 sq movement and became president of sua seikosha later Mm. epson 
he is one of the most prominent figures of Seiko's history. So, yeah, Seiko 5 was the result of the combined efforts of those three legends. Uh, cool. What do you feel about that, P? Yo, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. And from a design standpoint, do you think that the designs are actually getting better? You know what I mean? Because we um, went from the, what was the uh, the model of the Seiko 5, the newest Seiko 5 that came out a couple years ago? God, I don't think the, too many people like that one. Yeah. Is it the SRP? I, I forget the name. I mean, I, if you go back, I mean, I, people could yeah. see this. If, if you go back on my YouTube channel, I had some really strong words to say about that. And this right. is before, I think that before you and I met in the recent why is because I was uh, madly in love with my Seiko SKX uh, 007. And I felt that when we got the news that they were being discontinued, um, I was heartbroken, but at the same time, I was excited to see what was next, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, there's so many downfalls with this watch. Hopefully, Seiko will correct those downfalls and maybe charge a little bit of money. Of course, I'm willing to pay the right. price if they're going to bring a better bracelet, a better movement, right? 7S26 movement is an incredible movement, but it lacks hacking and winding. Some people don't care, but it, it, it is a nice feature to have uh, no sapphire Absolutely. crystal. Uh, aluminum bezel bracelet is garbage uh so when i saw the release of the new seiko um uh, you know skx wannabe i was disappointed with the water resistance uh you know you take an iso certified diver that's 200 meters screw down crown and then you come out with something that looks exactly the same and now it's only 100 meter water resistance with a push and pull crown a lot of people, I think, had uh, an issue with that, but they kind of looked over that because they figured, well, I mean, it's a it's a better watch. It has a better movement, you know? Right. Um, it's the SRPD51. Okay. <coughs> so SRPD. So I actually had the opportunity to handle one when I was working uh, with uh, Uncle Seiko. He let me borrow one to mm-hmm. photograph. And I compared it to my skx 007 and looks exactly the same i mean it's 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 like looking at the right. same watch you know basically so which one you think handle better uh from a movement perspective obviously the the new one with the with the right. four hour movement but there's just but which one so, would you choose like if I'll you still, had to i'll still stay with the skx, SKX. I, I never purchased uh one of the new ones just because there's there's a certain charms to the SKX, right? The markers, the dials, the colorway is just is just uh, aesthetically pleasing, you know. But uh, more in, in in my opinion, um, so the fact that they release this new GMT it changes things because now this is a different watch. Oh yeah, it, it, a completely different watch, you know. So let's let's talk about it, P. Uh, what what can you tell us about this GMT? Um, I have the specs pulled up. Um, if you don't have them. I could I could definitely tell you well, what the specs are. Um, there are three models. Yeah, execution so far. to offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a dial, different color, black, blue, and orange, to ensure that they stand out clearly. The GMT hands are in a bright red on the black and the blue dial versions in black for the version in orange. Just like the time of the day hands and the indexes, the GMT. The hands has generous layers of Lumabrite to ensure legibility in low light conditions, in addition 
to international convenience of the GMT function. The watches also feature a rotating bezel that has two colors to separate the night and the day hours. At glance, the bezel's ring indicator is made of Seiko's hard legs, which, you know, that ain't mm. nothing different that they do for watches under at this price point. Right. You know what I mean? Um, hard legs glass uh, deliver the high level of durability for which the Seiko 5 Sports Collection is renowned. You know, looking at this, well, let's let, let's talk about let's get into some specs. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Let's get into some specs right quick. I believe um, it's uh 42 mil, it's, right? Yeah. Automatic GMT uh with manual winding capability, 21,600 vibrations per hour, power reserve approximately 41 hours, 24 joules, um black and gray 24-hour GMT bezel. Black dial, magnified date calendar, luminous hands and markers, large GMT hand for improved visibility and legibility. Um, screw down, see-through case back. Case diameter is 42.5 millimeters. Mm-hmm. Stainless steel case and style five row bracelet. Trifo push, which... I don't know if that I don't know if that's gonna even look right. <laughs> you know that that whatever the class whatever and water resistance hundred meters, three hundred thirty yeah. feet. Um, and this is the caliber four R three four three four, which uh, it's it's from what I read is uh, it's a modified four R thirty six. Right. And uh, some of the dimensions I do have right here, you mentioned the case dimension of forty two point five. I have the look to look, which is forty six, which is great. And the case thickness is a 13.6 uh, millimeters. And of course, a lug width 22 millimeters is pretty much an SKX 007 right. uh, on steroids, you know? Um, right. But, but okay, so we have a few a few negatives, right? So, so what right. And it looked like they're not available on a website. Oh, they're not. They're sold out everywhere. Hmm. They're sold out, man. Like, that's, that's the thing right now. It's like, they're sold out. Okay. So... A lot of people are experiencing FOMO, right? Fear of missing out just because it's like right. everybody's talking about them. Go on YouTube. Everybody's talking about them, right? Including us. I mean, obviously, right. we're, we're talking about it because it's a great value. But uh, before we get into all the positives and everything, let's cover some of the negatives. Let's get those out of the way. So let's me, go. first and foremost is seriously, Seiko, give us some Sapphire. Why are they still putting Harlix crystals on their watches? That's that's one of the that's one of the negatives for me. Do you have right a for sure? I could definitely agree with the sapphire. I'm looking at this uh this class, and I do not mm. like that class one. Mm. That is mm-hmm. that's like mm, Seiko. Whatever. Man, Seiko's a monster, right? Seiko produces their own movements. Seiko produces their own crystals. Right, right. What? Right. Why? It's like they just got an abundance of these crystals and these class, and they just be like, here, throw that on there. It just it just you know doesn't I mean? make sense. It's like, look, for the price, the price is four hundred and seventy five dollars. Look, incredible price for a GMT watch. Before that, there wasn't an automatic GMT <laughs> nowhere near that price. Right, right. right. Cheapest one was probably going to run you over a thousand dollars. Right, right. So this this opens the gates for a. To, a lot of companies, a lot of micro brand companies to come in and utilize that movement and give us some really mm. cool watches 
that are going to be respected. You know, mechanical GMT, which, by the way, some snobs are complaining that it's not a jump hour, right? Kind of like my the the GMT that I'm wearing right now, right. where you, I could change the 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 hour or the Tudor GMT as well, put it into the first position, and the actual hour just jumps, boom, boom, boom. This one doesn't. Right. You have to um, just change the GMT hand. To me, it doesn't make a big difference. Whatever, you know. But uh, but seriously, uh, you're giving us Harlix uh, Harlix crystal and a press class. Come on, I mean, <laughs> right? And, and comparable and comparable to mineral crystal, where does the Harlex actually stand? Um, the I, Harlex I, is more of a hard plastic, ain't it? It kind of, yeah. And I, I gotta say, I mean, I've had my Seiko SKX 007 for God, how long? years right i mean mm-hmm. going on maybe eight years now right and uh i don't have any scratches on it and i've worn it hard i mean i have right. scratches on the case i don't have any scratches on the bezel or the uh the crystal um but i do have to say that bracelet is garbage <laughs> i mean i i immediately took it off when when i bought the watch um but uh yeah so those are some of the some of the negatives for me you know obviously the, yeah. the crystal the class but other than that man i mean i i i don't mind the magnifying glass i actually think it's pretty charming and, and kind of cool i mean i i know some people don't like it because right. you know because of the crown right because they they go well this is not a rolex wait 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 why do you put yeah. that on it how do you, you know, feel I'm how read, do you feel about that i'm gonna hold on wait i'm gonna read some of these questions and answers off of their website oh please do watch. yeah let's go for it John Boy Slam, he says, any info if the face is sapphire? My guess is no, since they didn't call it out. Someone said, no, it's Seiko's Harlex. Okay, cool. Uh, Me Bird, do they have a screw-down crown? If not, that's a huge deal-breaker for me. No. Lele, (laughs) shout out to Lele. Uh, the guy who got a hold of one in England confirmed the this the crown isn't screwed down. Right, of course. It's uh, Willis, she's talking about Willis. Uh, can our hand be set independently without having to reset the twenty four no. hour hand? No, this is what's considered an office GMT and not a true mm-hmm. or flyer GMT. But right. at this price point, you can't really expect a true GMT. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So it is what it is, man. Well, that was actually another gripe I had was the water resistance. Yeah. Again, kind of harpening back to the Seiko SKX. It it was an ISO diver, man. Like this is a professional right. diver. Right. And How many meters is that? 200? 200. 200, 200 meters, screw down crown, ISO right. certified. I mean, it, it was it was a business, right? Seiko needs to bring that back. They need to Give us a screw down crown, 200 meter water resistance, a sapphire crystal, and a better bracelet. And I guarantee right. people would just go nuts. I would oh, buy yeah. one in a heartbeat. Oh, in a heartbeat. I want my panda extra couple hundred dollars. Yeah, no, absolutely. No. But uh, I, I was watching uh, Dave's video, right? Uh, I, and uh, Dave from, uh, crap, I forgot the, the name of his channel. Our boy Dave from Japan. Dave, oh, uh, just more, just to watch, just to watch, just, just I'm to sorry, watch. Dave. Shout just out to Dave. Yeah, just to watch, just to watch. I was watching, um, I was watching one of his 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 video on this. Uh, he put it out, and he had a pretty good point. He's like, "Look, um, 
I guarantee Seiko's going to come out with a ton of different colorways. These are just the three right now, right? So they're going to come out with a ton of different ones because it's going to be a popular model. We all know that. Right. Um, also, they're hard to get, right? Because everybody wants them. And the price is, it, I mean, it's a great price, sub $500. But mark our words, they're going to come down in price, right? You're going to get them pre-owned. Oh, yeah. You're going to get them discounted or whatever. So I would say, or his suggestion was just wait. And I would agree with that. If you really are dying for a Seiko 5 GMT, I suggest you wait. Pull the brakes on that puppy because you will see different colors. A green one will be coming. You, I guarantee a green one will be coming. A Hulk is going to be coming. I mean, they already put out the Batman, right? So uh, yeah. uh, uh, maybe a, 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 what else? I don't know. Maybe a Pepsi. A Pepsi will be coming. It's probably in the works. So I would say wait. And also I noticed some of the modders on youtube are already looking into modding this one right because really? you would think uh that things are uh compatible with the with the skx but apparently it's not that easy so i don't know mm. what they did different but i mean you know modders are definitely going to change the crystal on oh it. yeah they're going to change the bracelet on it they're going to change probably the bezel on it right maybe give it like a ceramic bezel or something like that but um yeah, I, I think this is this is an incredible move by by Seiko, in my opinion. And then, the, like I said, this opens the doors for a lot of other companies to have this. Oh yeah, and give us some really cool watches. Oh yeah, yeah. I just looked on eBay. I didn't see none over here in the states. They got them starting out in Japan at like four fifty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could you could pick one up right now. Like I said, if you if you're dying to pick one up, right, you I could. Am. But also, I was speaking to uh, to Chris, watch Chris on YouTube, mm-hmm. and he's giving one away. So if you go to his uh, whatnot, which is a, a new uh, kind of platform, kind of like eBay, they're competing with eBay. Mm-hmm. He's going to be giving one away. You just need to join his live chat. I don't know when it is, but he put out a video. So that's all you need to do. Just go. He has a Batman version, um, mm. a brand new one. He's going to be giving away. Um, so if you're dying to get one, that's that's a good way to to go about it you know what i mean get, right. get one for free just wait um so I, I guess here's a big question p you never bought an skx no. let me let me ask you why i guess first first and foremost i don't i don't know it just went on my radar man it went on my radar and then when it got on my radar i was too late <laughs> it was way too late you know yeah. what i mean yeah. so but i did get the skx killer no, no, no. Orion Ray too. No, no. Just throwing that out there. No, I mean it. Look, in 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 terms of specs, I I agree that a lot of people probably say like this is an SKX killer. This is a and and a, a Rolex killer, right? The, here's a here's a Submariner killer with the right, I don't right. Know, uh, Omega Seamaster three hundred. Yeah. And to be honest with you, nothing is killer of anything. Like everything stands on uh, its own. No, it's not. It, it, it's kind. It's kind of a close. Uh, relative, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's not an SKX, so no. It, but yeah, it, it, it's just, the thing just was not on my radar, and I just kind of feel like that was something that should have been on my radar. It's you know it's a I mean? great watch. It's a great watch, and like I said, I mean, obviously, it lacks a lot of great specs. I mean, it is an older watch, but with that said, I'm actually uh trying to sell mine and i know it's uh sacrilege i know a lot of people have told me not to sell it but i'll be honest with you it's like i don't wear the watch 
I just I I I reach for my tutor Black Bay 58. I reach for the Seiko SPB 143 a lot more. I just feel they wear better, you know, right. better specs, uh, sapphire crystal, and it just in, in this life the way that I feel and I I hope I don't come across as a snob because people I think have gotten to know me. I'm I'm a humble guy. I don't, I, I you know I I don't show off anything. I don't I don't care about that stuff. But in this life, I just feel like tomorrow's never promised. And you basically have one wrist to wear a watch on. Some people wear two. I, that's not me. I just wear one watch. So the little time that I do have on Earth, I rather wear watches that really 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 make me happy that when i look down on my wrist i know like hey this took some hard work right you know i i worked really hard to get this watch and this is something i admired from afar and i cannot believe that it's on my wrist so mm-hmm. black bay 58 perfect example like I, I mean again i'm not trying to be a snob and, and, and i'm just getting rid of the seiko skx not because i don't like it i, I right the watch but it's occupying space in my watch box. And furthermore, I'm not a rich guy to be having all this disposable income to just have watches sitting in my collection. So I want to use some of those funds to perhaps uh, buy another, you know, expensive piece that I will right. actually wear. Um, right. Well, this is just evolution. It, but for some people don't see it, that way, you know, some, some people see it as, well, we should be a watch collector and enthusiast and doesn't matter how expensive it is or what kind of what kind of specs they have or whatnot um and i mean i i that's not the type of collecting that i do you know and, and that's right. the thing that watch collectors in my opinion are everybody's different everybody collects different there is no right or wrong way of collecting right it's literally what makes you happy you know and and one example that that we could always talk about is our boy uh Chaluso. Fred, he's a huge watch head. He has oh, a yeah. YouTube channel. But the guy does not watch, buy watches. Uh-uh. He literally has like three watches. In and he collection. can control himself and save his money and sit on it and sit on it and sit on it until he's ready to get what the hell he wants. Yeah, and how he do it. Yeah, I don't know how he does it. It's self-control, you know? right? Self-control. But with that said, I guess, let's, let's talk about this uh, Seiko 5 GMT. Will you be getting one? If so, what colorway or or or, or if not, it, why not? If I was to ever get one, the price would have to come down now. Probably get the blue colorway. Okay. If I was to get one. So what would be that target pricing for you? For you to 350. say okay, 350. 350. So do you think so. that's uh that's expensive at the price they have it now? 475? I'm I'm just sick of Seiko and a Harlex. And they they weak uh, clasp and they weak bracelets, you know what I mean. I'm just sick of that, really, you know. And for four four seventy five plus tax five something, they could have gave us something way better. Yeah, yeah. You know what and I, I mean? Like, like it, it's brands out here that's giving us sapphire and under like four hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, I guess you know I guess I mean? the biggest the biggest thing and 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 the reason why it's hard for me to even compare them to anything else right and say well instead of getting this get this is because of the gmt movement the mechanical GMT right movement. right yeah i i can't i can't really think of any other watch that you might be able to pick up that has similar similar specs like honestly 475 i think it's a great right. deal but so what would your price point be 
I mean, I don't, I don't mind paying that, but I just know that different colorways are going to come out. And to be honest with you, none of the colorways that I saw right now are like jumping at me where I'm like, oh my God, that is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Like if I was right, leaning right. towards one, it would be the blue, right? The right. Batman. Yeah, sure. It's probably the prettiest one, but it's not, I'm not, I'm not in love with it. If that makes any right. sense. Um, and um, I don't know. I mean, I might pick one up. But at the same time, I'm I'm thinking I'm getting rid of my SKX and it looks the same. Like a G, I'll just be honest with you, man. It's gonna come across kind of weird. I don't use the GMT function. I say that wearing a GMT watch. I right. just don't set the GMT uh, hand. Like I I have people and friends and family members in different time zones. I just don't set it. I don't care because I I wear my watches mostly honestly for how they look. Right. I set the time to my local time. I, I do. I do wear them for that, but I don't set set the GMT. So to be honest with right. you, that's why I'm not jumping on this watch because I don't. I mean, it's a cool function, but I, I again, I yeah. have a GMT in the collection. Even the Tudor, I never set the GMT. I set it once, right, and then I put it down and then lost the power reserve, and I never, I never set right. the GMT wow. on again. So or like a chronograph, like. I, I, I have my Speedmaster, had it for years, and I could count with one hand how many times I've engaged the chronograph. I right. just don't use that function. Right. I, it, it looks cool, <laughs> and I know it's there, but I just don't I don't use that function, to be honest with you. If anything, the function that I use the most is, is a date window because of my job. Like I, right. I always right. need to know the date, and that's actually one of the downfalls of like my Tudor Black Bay 58. I can't tell you the number of times I look down at my wrist. I'm like, oh crap, it doesn't have a date window. And I have to pull out my phone. And I'm like, when I'm wearing my Seiko uh, SPV143, I don't have that issue. Right. It has a date window. And it's 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 right. kind of like the perfect everyday watch, right? But uh, sure. so how do you feel about um this, this new one? Because... Um, Seiko SKX actually does feature uh, day date, and obviously this new GMT is only the what is it? Not the day, but just the date. So, do you prefer it that way? Is it, is it a lot cleaner? What do you, how do you feel about that? I, I feel like it's a lot cleaner just with the date window. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I can do without the day date function for real. Yeah. For real, it's just more stuff to do. <laughs> trying to set it that you is know what i mean true. so i agree you with know. you. no i agree with you and by the way i wanted to mention something and so when i was watching the review i was kind of wondering about that bezel if it if it makes any clicks and it doesn't it's a friction bezel and what? it's it's bi-directional because it's a gmt wow. so it, it goes both ways so right, it's, right. it's not a diver so it doesn't there's no no clicking on it um mm. So yeah, overall, I think it's a it's a winner in my opinion. Obviously, it could use a few upgrades, but I would say don't jump on it. I would say just wait. Maybe. Yeah, I'm, I would definitely and, wait. It's definitely an interesting watch, and like you said, the G, GMT at four seventy five. You know, if if I was to get one, I would wait till it drop a little bit in price, because you know they're gonna flood the market with these things. One hundred percent. Yeah, they're gonna flood the market with these things, man. Yeah, everybody and their grandmama gonna have one. Yeah, and and honestly, that's probably one of the one of the um, downfalls and one of the uh, one of the points for me that 
I as I kind of evolve in my in my watch collecting journey, I realized that it's it's cool to have watches sometimes that not a lot of people have. So having non-hype watches because it means that you don't feel like everybody in their grandma has that watch, you know? And sometimes right. I, I do feel that way kind of like with two of my watches with the Tudor Black Bay 58 and the Seiko SPB. I remember when I got the SPB, I don't think a lot of people had it yet. And it was a really cool feeling that it was kind of like, if you know, you know, and then you're kind of like in this special little club. right. And next thing you know, everybody and their mom started getting right. SPBs. And it was well, you know, like, you made that watch yours. You know what I mean? So you I know think what I'm so. when people bring up the SPB, that's, Miguel's watch. I would hope. I would okay. hope that that's that's what they think. Uh, yes, and, and I, I would love to have that kind of uh, thing attached to my name as well with the Black Bay Fifty Eight. But unfortunately, man, there's so many people with the Black Bay Fifty Eight. Black Bay Fifty Eight just become kind of like one of those watches that everybody has. But there's a good reason for it, right? It's, it's a an great inc- watch. It's an incredible watch, man, and it's mm-hmm. it's affordable, right? And now, now I know we're deviating from Seiko, but. I think Tudor's still undervalued and 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 I want to make another podcast episode dedicated to the the Ranger, right? Yeah. Uh, and the Pro yeah, and, sure. and all these models that are that are coming out and um I have my opinions, right? I don't like all of them and I think they they have a lot of room for for improvement, but I I massively appreciate Tudor because they're not scared to do what Rolex is scared to do and right. And and I just feel like Tudor is for the people. Right, I, I feel Seiko is for the people. I feel like Grand Seiko, though, is kind of moving away from that from the people because of the price points. Right, I mean this perfect example. Right, so I'm wearing this Grand Seiko SBGM two two one. This watch can be had brand new at the boutique for forty six hundred bucks, and I would argue, I don't want to disclose it publicly, but you know, I got a discount. Mm-hmm. I didn't pay that. However, there's a huge disconnect now with all the the Blackbird and I don't know, whatever seasons collections that are coming out because the price points are expensive. There's 8,000, 10,000, something like that. I I, I get it. They were undervaluing their watches for a very long time. They were the new kid on the block. Nobody knew who they were. They were coming from Japan, right? They were the, 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 the unknown but they blew up. And what happened? They got smart. Okay, well, we could charge more for these things. So I get it, but from an enthusiast perspective, it kind of kills it for us because we can't afford them now. Right. Right. Um, and and, and I, I really think, just mark my words, and I've said this before, Grand Seiko, give it a few years, they're going to continue to move up market. Right? And, and oh, it's yeah. going to get to one of those things where Grand Seiko is not like, it's an affordable brand. You get a lot for your money. It's going to be like, no, you get, you get great quality, but you're paying for it. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. And and it's kind of like what Seiko started doing, right? They corrected their prices, right? Mm-hmm. So now a Seiko five, is not going to cost you. Well, the old school one still costs you 90 bucks, hundred bucks, but the right, new Seiko yeah. fives, you're, you're going to be paying 200 bucks, 250 oh, yeah, bucks. Easy. Right. Easy. Because it has a better movement, you know, right. arguably better finishing, but when you look at it, it's like, okay, you're charging more, but where's the sapphire? Where's the right. bracelet? Well, what what right. what are you doing, Seiko? And what they yeah. would the, their their rebuttal would be, well, we're just correcting our prices. 
right. this is what the prices should have been all along, right? So, but yeah, man, I don't know. That's why I think Orient's becoming um, or became popular, right? Because then they became the new Seiko, the affordable watch, right? So, right, man. I don't want to talk about the Seiko SKX killer. Right too. You know what I mean? But I wanted to ask you about your SKX. You never thought about putting a uh, sapphire crystal on that? No. You know what? I, I always wanted to keep it unmolested because I knew at one point I was probably... When you, said, when you said that in the chat the other day, I fell out unmolested. I never thought about it like that. <laughs> well, I mean, you can take it yeah. however you want. But uh, yeah, not modified, you know, unmolested. Right, in, right. In the... In the car world, like when you modify a car, it's kind of like, you know, like this is an OEM, you know, chassis or it's unmolested, whatever. It's kind of like a terminology. But yeah, man, no, honestly, I changed the bracelet, of course. But uh, yeah, I never, I had the opportunity with plenty of companies. They were going to send me, you know, better bezel and, and, and a crystal mm. and even a movement. But I'm like, nope, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to modify this. I, I right. knew what I had in my hands. I'm like, it's like, uh, I'll use car terminology. So like uh, old school, you know, Honda CRX, you know, they stopped making them in 1991 and to find one, like an original one, non-modified right. or not unmolested, if you will, right. low miles is, is really hard. And the people that have them want like $10,000 from, and back in mm. the day you could pick them up for 1500 bucks, you know, right. They go up in value because they've been discontinued and they're, they're a classic. Right. So I knew that going in that I knew I didn't want to modify it heavily because or at all, because I knew that it was a classic. And I'm like, look, Seiko made this this way because this is what they this is how they intended it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Now, I don't see anything wrong with the bracelet because you could put it back to to how it was. Now, arguably, you could say the same for the bezel and the crystal, but I, I don't modify watches. So I would have to pay somebody to do it for me. And I'm too cheap. <laughs> Honestly, right, right. I was just too cheap to go through the process. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just wear it how it is. I, I like it. You know, so, for sure. For sure. That's the answer. <laughs> Absolutely. But, uh, but man, before, before we sign off, I know you got to go. I got to go. Um, any shows, anything you recommend aside from watches, anything you want to highlight? Well, I definitely recommend if you haven't seen the Obi-Wan series, Star Wars Obi-Wan on Disney Plus, I definitely recommend that. Freaking awesome! But I also want to recommend a movie. Uh, of course, yeah. Thor. Thor was great. Really, you see Love it? Thunder. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was great. I gotta watch it. Yeah, it was great. Um, but also another movie I would want to recommend is called The Black Phone. The Black Foam. Phone. Huh. The Black Phone with Ethan Hawke. Okay. When where they're going to the guy going around kidnapping um kids and stuff. Great movie. Oh, great movie. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I said with like a scary like yeah the, with a mask on yeah with a mask yeah I I've heard great really movie. good things about that great movie check it out no is it so, is it loosely based on real um, life things that I happen? mean it could be yeah it definitely could be no I think it was you know what I'm saying and and like it's a it's a cold plot twist man you have to check it out yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I've heard it, it, it has some terror, some suspense, but also has some like otherworldly kind of yeah. effects in it. So yeah, check out yeah. the trailer. What's it? What's it called again? Black. The black phone. Black phone. Phone. Oh, P-H-O-N-E. black phone, like phone, like telephone. Like yeah, black telephone. 
Got yeah. it. Black phone. I kept hearing foam like F O A M. I'm like no, black phone, well, but I'm like oh black phone. Got it. Like a phone, like a telephone. Guy. Right. Yeah, Ethan Hawke. I heard um, he did pretty good in that movie. He, he played that. He played yeah. that. I'm telling you, that's incredible, Ooh. man. All right, cool. Well, we just checked out um, last week two movies. Uh, one of them I was extremely disappointed with, which was Doctor Strange. I had been waiting to watch the that. multiverse. Yeah, I I didn't. I didn't like mm. it. I, I just it just didn't hit for me. Um, it was cool to see that JLC on there a few times, right? I mean, obviously mm-hmm. he's sponsored by them. I think he's one of the ambassadors for right. uh, JLC. So it was really cool, really nice watch. But I, I just, I, I don't know what it was about it. Um, I, I was speaking to our friend Omar, which, by the way, shout out to Omar. He's about shout to get a thousand subscribers, and he's doing a giveaway on his YouTube channel. So if you care about sneakers, head on down, and he's doing some some shoes. So. Yes, sir. Um, I mentioned to him. Um, it just for me, it was very dark for for a Marvel movie to s- emphasize so much the whole demon aspect and the witch aspect and the. It, it was just too much for me personally. Mm-hmm. You know? I was like, I, I didn't really appreciate that, and it just it just wasn't that great. So, but I am looking forward to Thor. Thor is always a good time. Right. It's funny, but you know, Disney they have dark origins. So, well, I ain't gonna even get into that, but. Okay, talk about it a little bit. Maybe, in maybe, case y'all people... didn't know, Disney actually was going to uh, uh, put the cast forward for Nightmare on Am Street, the first one. Sorry, I was yeah. drinking water. Almost, almost uh, spilled my water there. What? Say that again. They were going to put the money forth for the first Nightmare on Am Street. No way. Yes way. Yes. Wait. So is is that a Disney movie? No, it's, it's not, not a Disney. Disney movie. It's a horror movie. Freddy Krueger. Right. Well, wait. No, I know, you know what, what I mean? it is, but I, I didn't. What? Why? What does Disney have to well, do? Well, the they reason to get into they was trying to. They thought the script was good, and but they wanted to tweak it. You know what I mean? They wanted to get rid of the sex. The killing was cool. You know what I mean? So, but Wes Craven said, "Nah, I ain't with that. We ain't gonna change my film." But they were interested in. Interesting. Putting the money for for that. So I mean, I mean, when you think Disney, you think kids, you think humble, right. you think PG. Um, so it's interesting. Okay, very yeah, interesting. For sure. Wow. Well, another movie I I saw is The Man from Toronto. It was was actually, that good? It was funny. It. Uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. And, okay. Kevin Hart and, uh, and he's oh, playing man. a serious role, right? No, no, man. Funny role. So, funny role. Oh, okay. Very funny. The man from Toronto. Here, I'll tell you. I'll tell you who uh, who comes out in it. So, uh, Woody Harrison. Mm. Oh yeah, that's, Matthews. Yeah, Kevin that's, Hart. that's gonna be good. Yeah, I gotta check that out. Kaylee Kuko. She's pretty mm. good too in it. Pearson Fode, Ellen Barkin, Lella Lauren. Ellen so, Barkin. What? Yep, Ellen Lark. Ellen Barkin. I remember from back in the day. Yeah, so I I, I recommend you check it out uh, if if you have Netflix. It's, it's a good time. I mean, not not right. the greatest film out there, but it's definitely funny. Right. Uh, Kevin right. Hart. There was there was one particular part where everybody in the room was just like hysterically laughing. So I I, mm. I recommend it. Like comedy. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, one I, more thing, I got to check out on um, Netflix is Stranger Things. Oh my Season god, four. P. Oh my god. 
You, have you have you seen any of it? No, or, I haven't seen none of it. None of it. Oh my god! None what, of it? It. what do you, what have you been doing? I don't know what I've been doing, man. I've been the working man. No, you've videos. been watching Obi Wan. Whatever you need oh, to watch. Obi Wan, yo, no. listen. Oh, here we go. Look, I'm gonna get to Stranger Things this you week. You need to pre- promise me. I, I'm promising you. I, I promise somebody else shows. at work. It's one of so, the best shows on Netflix. I I promise yeah. you. I got you. I got you. When we do a podcast next week, which we are going to do a podcast next week, you know what I'm saying? Because SoCal Watch Reviews podcast, we are dedicated and we're going to do this. You know what I mean? So we're going to talk about Stranger Things and other things. Uh, see how that see how that came through? Strange you, things, you better Stranger watch Things it, and other things. It rhymes. It rhymes. It rhymes. No, I definitely check it out if you haven't. If anybody listening, you haven't checked out Stranger Things, do it. It's one of the best one of the best shows on netflix and especially mm-hmm. if you're if you remember the 80s you're from the 80s right. it's an awesome show watch spotting too i mean a lot of casio so definitely yeah. man you you need to check it out you need to check that out yes sir uh, but anyway man well with that said uh where can people find you yo you can find me at ross wristwatch love on um uh instagram youtube you know what i'm saying check out the animated black man on tiktok you know what i'm saying check out the socal watch reviews podcast because we are in the building you know what i'm saying don't get it messed up because i know y'all ain't listened to them 300 episodes we did before this one you know what i'm saying so go back listen to them 300 yes 300 you know it ain't 300 i'm kind of exaggerating but you know it's a lot a little, a little exaggeration. If y'all could go back and listen to, you know what I mean? If y'all missing us. But we, we in effect. SoCal Watch Reviews podcast, baby. Uh, That's do right. Well, for me, SoCal Watch Reviews, just Instagram, YouTube, and uh, almost at 5,000 subscribers. It's been, it's been really yeah. slow. Like, the subscribers have been growing slowly. Right. But uh, I think that's a pretty good milestone, 5,000. I think I will feel good. Oh, just yeah. kinda, obviously, I want to get get bigger than that but five thousand sounds sounds right it's nice so uh yeah guys girls let us know if you enjoyed this podcast your support means the world whenever we see something on instagram and people giving us a shout out it 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 really it it, me personally it makes me super happy it's it's like it makes me feel like people are actually listening and supporting and actually care about what we have to say so if if you're if you're out there listening yeah give us a shout out maybe Hey, recommend this to to a buddy of yours. You know, um, uh, we're just enthusiasts at heart, and we wanna we wanna keep just bringing you entertainment. So, yeah, man, absolutely. So, with that said, Pete, thank you so much, man. Really appreciate your time. It's always, fun. always, always, man. You know what I'm saying? One love, bro. And let's keep doing the thing. So, everybody out there, take care, and Peace. as always, stay humble, my friends. <laughs>